Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Your words are true, so with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace. With Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos. Donuts and Devos lead us to Hi there, and welcome back to Donuts and Devos, where we get connected to Jesus through God's Word. I'm Mary Faith, and with me are my amazing friends and helpers. Hi, and Pastor Glaze and Miss Baker, who help us each week as we spend some time together learning about God and what happened in the Bible. Hi. Hi. Today is going to be a different kind of devotion. Instead of having a Bible reading, we're going to basically summarize the entire book of Leviticus. How are we going to do that? Well, the book of Leviticus is God's words to Moses to teach the priests and the people how they should live. It tells them how to offer sacrifices to the Lord and talks about the various festivals that God wanted them to follow during the year. These were the laws which the people followed, and we refer to them as the Levitical laws. We're going to briefly talk about what these were and categorize them into three different groups to help us understand them better. Okay. Let's say the Lord's prayer, and then we'll get started. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alrighty, let's jump into the broad topic of Levitical law. Trust me, it's not as boring as it might seem. It's important for us to understand what the purpose of all these laws was, and why they were and are important for us to know about. And we have a special guest to help us do that today, Mr. Custard. Hi, kids. I'm excited to be here talking about rules with you. God, in His infinite wisdom, knew that His people would need rules to live by. So. He, in a way, blessed the Israelites and us by giving us the law. How is this a blessing? The law shows us our sin and our need for a savior. Jesus. Jesus fulfilled the law for us, and in doing so, he set us free, so we can obey God's will. Psalm one nineteen has some wonderful verses that tell us what God's word and commandments mean to us. It says, "Well, Psalm one nineteen verse one o five says, 'Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path.'" And later in Psalms one nineteen verse seventy three, it says, "Give me understanding to learn your commands," which is quite appropriate for our devotion today. 
So let's begin and learn God's law. We'll group them into three different sections: civil law, ceremonial law, and moral law. Let's start with civil law. Civil laws are laws that the government makes to help keep order. When the Israelites lived in Egypt, they were under Egyptian law. So when God brought them out of Egypt, they had no laws to live by. So God gave them His laws, civil laws, to protect them. Exactly. These civil laws were very strict because God wanted to protect His people from falling away from Him. The Israelites' form of government was called a theocracy. A government ruled by God. Oh, I get it. Theo, which means God. Very good. You're right. Now our government is called a democracy, where laws are made by elected people. But God still desires us to obey and respect our authorities. Romans 13:1 says, "Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God." This is God's will for us today. Now the second group of laws is called ceremonial laws. These laws were about the worship life of the Israelites, basically addressing the five W's of worship: who, what, when, where, and why. It sounds like an English class. <laughs> okay, I'll, a bit. I'll I'll give you that. So let's see if we can answer these questions to learn more about these ceremonial laws and the Israelites' worship life. The descendants of Aaron, the Levites, were the priests who led the people in their worship celebrations. Do you remember from last week? These took place on the Sabbath, which was Saturday. Right, exactly. Good job remembering. Yes, on the Sabbath and on special feast days, these ceremonial worship times happened in the tabernacle or later on in the temple. How exactly did they worship? Like we do? Well, yes and no. They prayed and praised God. They gave thank offerings, but also offered live sacrifices to God. You see. These ceremonial celebrations reminded the people that they were sinful and needed a savior. Jesus, and Jesus is the reason we don't continue to use these ceremonial laws in the Old Testament. Jesus came and fulfilled the law. We no longer have to offer sacrifices to God because Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. Our sins are forgiven, and we are now made holy in God's sight. Now the two groups of laws we just talked about were for God's people at a certain time before Jesus came, but do we follow those laws today? No. But there is a group of laws that God does want us to continue to follow: the moral law, which we know as the Ten Commandments. These are the laws that God wants us to practice and teach. 
these commandments, these moral laws, God has given to us for a purpose. Several purposes, actually. Mm-hmm. First off, God's law serves as a curb for us. Do you kids know what a curb is? Isn't it something on the side of the road that separates the road from the sidewalk? Yes. The curb helps to control where a car goes on the road. It helps keep order and gives boundaries for where cars can go. In the same way, the law curbs our own sinful behavior and stops us from going in the wrong direction. Like a car. In a way. Simply put, the moral law tells us what we should not do. And this law is for everyone because everyone is sinful. Yes. Now, similarly, the law also serves as a guide. What's the purpose of a guide? Well, a guide shows us where we can go or someone who leads us where to go. Yes, and as such, the law teaches us what we should and should not do to lead a God-pleasing life. It tells us what we can do, and because we are sinful beings, the way we are able to follow these laws is through the Holy Spirit working in us. Jesus says in John 14:15, "If you love me, you will obey my command." We obey God's law out of respect, thankfulness, and love to God. Moral law has one more purpose in our lives, and this purpose just happens to be our faith word of the day, which we will get to in just a moment. So don't go anywhere. happens when you look in a mirror. You see yourself. Right, you see your reflection staring back at you. You can learn a lot from looking in a mirror. Like if you need to comb your hair or clean your face? <laughs> yeah, that would be a good things to know, wouldn't it for the day? Now, how many times do you look in the mirror and see perfection? Like nothing is wrong and you look Perfect. Are <laughs> hardly ever <laughs> right. Well, the law also serves as a mirror, our faith word of the day. It shows us our sin and our absolute need for a savior. Sometimes we can convince ourselves that we are a good person, that we do good things for others, and that's enough. But is it? No. It's really not. We are just fooling ourselves when we don't recognize our sinfulness. The law as a mirror shows us that we need someone to save us. And who came to save us? Jesus. Yes, Jesus came to save us. So the next time you look into a mirror, you can say, "I'm a sinner," but then smile in thanks and praise and joy and say, "Thank you Jesus for coming to earth and being my sacrifice." to save me from my sins. Phew, we've talked a lot about the law today. Hopefully you can remember the purposes of the law and our need for a savior. As a reminder that the law came from God, we are going to memorize Leviticus 10 verse 11. 
God's words to Aaron. And you are to teach the people of Israel all the statutes that the Lord has spoken to them by Moses. God wanted his people to obey and follow his law to protect them. Let's learn these words with Miss Baker. You are to teach. You are to teach the people of Israel, people of Israel. The people of Israel, people of Israel, all the statutes that, all the statutes that the Lord has spoken, Lord has spoken, the Lord has spoken, Lord has spoken. People of Israel, people of Israel, all the statutes that the Lord has spoken, Lord has spoken to them by Moses. You are to teach the people of Israel, people of Israel, all the statutes that the Lord has spoken, Lord has spoken to them by Moses. Leviticus 10, 11. Leviticus 10, 11. Through all our discussion about law today, we can be filled with joy and thanksgiving in the knowledge that we can live as God's forgiven people through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. Even though we are sinners and are weak, and we see that reflection back at us in the mirror, we can find our hope in God's promises. People of Israel, people of Israel, all the statutes that the Lord has spoken, Lord has spoken to them by Moses, Leviticus 10, 11. That's it for today. Our story next week picks up with the Israelites about one year after the Exodus, as the Israelites near the land of Canaan. Do they follow God's commands and put their trust in Him? Or do they find themselves in trouble? Join us to find out. If you'd like to support our devotions, you can give a free will offering at buymeacoffee.com forward slash donuts and devos. All these donations do go straight back into the podcast. For more information, you can also join our private Facebook group, Donuts and Devos, a podcast for kids to keep up to date on everything that's going on. And if you like our devotions and think other kids and families would like listening to, please, we ask you that you can share Donuts and Devos on your social media pages. Help us spread the word that Donuts and Devos exists 
to help kids, families, churches, and everybody listen and hear God's word and grow in faith together. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time. Donuts and Devos, lead us to.